0: everyone. Welcome to the Utah Royals FC Show. I'm Fiorgio. I've got Cindy and Lucas with me. Say hi to Lucas, or Lucas, say hi. Hello. <laughs> um. So, funny story, listeners. So, we had recorded a super sweet 18 minutes, and we just lost it all. So, starting from the top, and I guess we'll just make it quick.
1: 18 minutes? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cindy screwed up. Oh, that's what I always <laughs> do. This is like... Thanks. You just threw me under the bus. You always do that.
0: (laughs) Sorry, Cindy.
2: One listener should just know anything that's not like perfect about this. It was perfect (laughs) on the original take, and it was probably the the best 18 minutes in podcasting history.
1: It was.
0: It it was a really good 18 minutes. We were on a roll. We were. Oh, man. Sorry. It's fine, Cindy. It's fine. (laughs) So... Some news. We are now on Spotify. That's exciting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you can now find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Be sure to leave us reviews and tell your friends about the show. We're hoping to do a lot of cool new stuff. So help us expand Uh, on a different note. uh, Speaking as a member of the court leadership, a bunch of our stuff got stolen by an ex-member. We won't go into details But we are starting in terms of TIFO, flags, all that atmosphere stuff from square one. So we're going to be doing some fundraisers. Keep an eye on that. Mm. Um, Third down the list, uh, Vero Boqueta has a stadium named after her in a third division, third tier Spanish team. SD Compostela, Compostela. I feel like I'm saying it different
1: than last time. uh, What what are you saying? Compostela. Yeah, you
0: got it. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, So that's super exciting. There's a player on our team who literally has a stadium named after her. That's Mm -hmm. pretty tight. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Very tight. Just speeding through all the stuff here. Mm. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, a W League recap. We could talk a lot about this. Probably won't. It'd take a lot of time. I wrote a really long article on RSL Soapbox. Go read it. That'll give you all the details. Or, yeah, more details than this would be for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, In short, Sydney Miramontes did not have a great season. Rachel Corsi probably had the best season out of everyone. I'd say Gunny had a good, solid average season. Katie Stengel came home early with an injury, but she was doing really well up to that point. Ah, uh, Katrina Gorey had a season-ending injury. Even though she's no longer on the team, but that's really unfortunate with the World Cup year coming up. And uh, Sam Johnson had somewhere between six to eight red cards in a span of 13, six <laughs> to eight yellow cards. That's so funny because we had this discussion on the last one. Oh man. Uh, between six to eight yellow cards in 13 games in the W league, which will be kind of interesting to see how that goes because obviously with most people or not most people, but with a good portion of our defenders gone for the lead up to the world cup and then the world cup, she's going to be playing a lot of minutes. So hopefully that temperament will Mm sort of even out. It it, it should be said
2: too that her last her second yellow that got her red was just an, an iconic Samantha Johnson moment. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. choke can probably tweet out the link. Uh, I will do that. It's so funny, but she just like goes after the ref, tries to take the red card away from the ref. Uh, very, very <laughs> feisty moment. <laughs>
1: oh, so feisty.
2: And that stat did surprise me that she's gotten uh, six to eight yellow cards because she's always seemed fairly Mm. calm and composed for the Royals. Like I can't remember if she's gotten a yellow for us or not, but um, yeah, that certainly surprised me.
0: Mm -hmm. Definitely. It'll be interesting to see this year. Mm. Wow. We just covered (laughs) like 18 minutes worth of content in four minutes. Go team.
1: You're welcome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Cindy, for uh, helping me work on my word economy. You're welcome. I'm here for you. Um, We were talking about, we had a really great discussion about the U.S. women's national team. I Um, guess maybe we want to go into that a little bit. Um, This is so much
1: less organic. I forgot how we got into it. So basically we were talking about how Joe Ellis makes way less money. And I don't know m- how to calculate that, but um, she makes a less money than the two head coaches from the U.S. men's national team that didn't even make the World Cup. And I think even the youth, you, the youth coaches as well. Uh, so that was basically our main thing was that she is severely, severely underpaid for winning a world cup. Um, so for the fiscal year last year in 2018, Klinsman, um, made $3.4 million and he didn't even coach the men's team in 2018, by the way. And Bruce Arena. Yeah. Very good year. You didn't coach. You made money. Hey. Um, Bruce Arena, who failed, his number one job was to get the men's team to the World Cup, and he made $1.2 million for his failure. And Joe Ellis, 2015 Women's World Cup winning manager, coach, whatever you want to call her, $291,000.
2: I mean, it's crazy to me that she makes less than a tenth of Klinsman. And I know Klinsman, you know, Tottenham legend and like German. Uh, West German World Cup winner and all that, mm. but um, that's really bothering. Although Klinsman and Arena have nothing on uh, Jose Mourinho, who's made something like thirty-eight million dollars from being fired from coaching gigs. So
1: are you for yeah, real? Yeah, if
2: those if those two guys want to really step it up, they've got a long ways to go. But still, they're stupid money for people not coaching.
1: Goodness. That is so crazy that, uh, that's so crazy. It's so crazy that these coaches and you see it in like college, totally ranting here, but you see it in like men's, you know, handache, they get fired and they still get all this money. It's so Mm -hmm. crazy. Even like the college football teams, they still somehow get all this money and yet tuition is so high students are going into debt and there's s- football coaches who can't win get paid tons of money when they get fired it's such a weird concept to oh. me <sighs> it's so weird anyway
0: it's weird yeah it's it's ridiculous mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. it's incredibly ridiculous <laughs> so silly a lot Uh, of that oh sorry go ahead cindy
1: no i was just okay just uh, (laughs) okay. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) okay
0: um so a lot of that has to do with tv deals and we were just starting to get into a little bit this a little bit on the previous version is so so much of the money that we see is from the tv deals even when you look at the premier league you know when the salaries are outrageous what made it that high is the tv deals and the sponsorships Hmm. and now there's one less sponsorship for the nwsl really its primary sponsor two weeks before preseason
1: yeah that's what i was going to look up and i think that's what might have broken my computer is that um, <laughs> the shock of it all. Okay. <laughs> all right. And then I was like, you guys keep talking. I'll look it up. And then sure enough, I broke everything. <laughs> okay. You're fine. You're fine. They just missed a
0: couple tangents and a little bit more articulation. It's not that big a deal.
1: That's mm, true. Yeah. But we were trying to look up if
2: um, Yeah, if. If A and E had right? to pay a penalty yeah. for terminating their contract a year early,
1: so was it A and E who ended it, or the NWSL? I, I guess I thought it was A and E.
2: I can't imagine why the NWSL would.
0: So I think they mutually came to a decision, but I think obviously that decision is probably driven by A and E because business-wise this is horrible yeah it's like michael scott
2: talking about ending things with jan like you know when people say things are mutual they're never mutual (laughs) but this was
1: (laughs) oh man
0: yeah um exactly so they lose their biggest sponsor they lose that even though the time frame is horrible that like one o'clock time slot is the worst yeah. thing in the world. It's still it's your only nationally televised game and to give that up two weeks before preseason starts, screams mm. disaster and emergency. I to wonder me. Although, I wonder
2: too like because there were lifetime patches on the jerseys last year like have have jerseys already been? Like in production?
1: Yeah. So
0: those will stay. They will stay a Jersey sponsor. Ah. They will just no longer do the TV deal. But the TV deal is where the money is. Well, the majority of the money
1: comes from. Well, then if they're still doing the... So then I think there's somehow... Because obviously they're not just going to put... Um, sleeve sponsorship. So in some way, are they still kind of sponsoring it if they're on the jerseys? Yeah, so that's why they said in the release
0: that it's amicable. But I don't... I mean, who knows how amicable it really is. Like, it could have just been, hey, Lifetime, if you're going to pull out of this negotiation, like, at least pay us for the sleeve. Who knows? You would have to be a fly on the wall. But regardless, like it doesn't look good to me. I think the one... I guess, plausible reason that the NWSL could have initiated this deal is because they think they can get a better deal somewhere else. And they also sort of want the autonomy to, I guess, be able to play the market, which makes sense. But if you're going to do that, you're not going to do it right before the season starts.
1: It's true. Okay, so it looks like, and this is according to the Equalizer, that from a money perspective... Uh, so A and E invested a lot of money, but they didn't really get a lot back. So I think they lost a lot more than they did. Um, and then the team
2: owners—is that get back from you know like ad sales during games?
1: I don't. I think uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. But now, so there, uh, I have no idea. And this is why I think I put off reading into this because. Money scares me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should look this up more, guys. Um, yeah. So it looks like basically AE probably lost some money with this deal. Um, a little bit. Um, yeah, so A&E remains a sponsor for the 2019. But they don't have an equity stake. So I think they owned... of the NWSL. And then now with the end date, that kind of was given back to the owners. Hmm. So, there's
2: that. And doesn't this also mean uh, the NWSL was housed out of uh, Annie's offices in New York, right? Yes. Now they're relocating to Chicago.
0: So they will stay in New York for this season and the next season relocate to Chicago. That's...
1: Oh, I thought this whole time they were in Chicago with U.S. I don't know. I assumed they were working with U.S. Occupy. No, it's all in New York. So they were... I think they operated out of the same building
0: that Lifetime did. Mm. Yeah, I read that too, I think. Okay. Um, Yeah. Okay. It's such an intriguing situation. Well, that's really hard if if
2: you're a league employee to just be like, hey, like you now, if you want to work for us, have to move from New York to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge jump. Yeah. I mean Yeah. They seem like massive cities mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'd want to live in either. Like they don't to right. our Salt Lake, so kind of dumb <laughs> place to live. <laughs>
0: uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> There you go. So we had some questions come in about how to watch the games, particularly with the local broadcast. This has been an issue that I have been trying to find at least an answer to since November, and it's still the same. Like either no response, or I don't know anything. I'll try to find out, and then no response. Um, mm. There were negotiations, I know. Last I heard, there were negotiations between some sort of deal in November. Um, But if that hasn't been solved, then that's a problem because I think fans Mm. and players both deserve to have at least a local broadcast. But uh, we'll see if that happens. Although Mm. all the games will be available via nwsl.com and I think (laughs) Yahoo Sports as well. But Yahoo Sports is interesting because... I tried to navigate the Yahoo Sports page a few days ago and, like, I can't figure it out. There's not even a, even a subsection for Yahoo Sports. Like, does anyone even use Yahoo? That was the first time I checked Yahoo <sighs> since, like, 2006 when I had a <laughs> Yahoo email. So it's going to be really interesting. There was a report that there may have been. Some talks with NBC Sports, which would be huge for the NWSL. Yeah, that. But that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be gigantic. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens there. But as of now, like at least for on the outside looking in, it looks like the league just lost a ton of money. And this is really bad for league stability, especially when you're banking on a World Cup year to give the league that attention, give the league that burst that it needs that it had in 2015.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing, I, and here's why I think this is just my take, and why I think this was good. One lifetime was a terrible, nothing against lifetime, but it, it was just it didn't. I get it. You know, it's known as television for women. Great, but if you really want attention for the league, um, it has to be on a sports channel. Um, That's just my take. Because go ahead. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I'm just. I mean, who's? And then it was at the weirdest time. You know, if you were waiting to watch it, it was some movie about something ridiculous. And then it was over, and then it switched to another crazy movie, and I was just never sold a lifetime like at all and i and I questioned I, it, so I that's loved
2: my the idea of there being a consistent like national broadcast. It's a channel that most people have like a basic cable package have access to, but if you're right, it feels a little awkward, like oh, this is like. The women's channel, so this is where we're going to put women's sports, even though we have nothing to do with sports, I would just so much rather see it be picked up by, you know, it could be on ESPN 8, The Ocho, that would be great. Like something that yeah. has some clout in right? the sports community, um, I think that would be really good for the league. And in my mind, there's no reason not to, like it's it's, it's so much more interesting to me than most anything else, but that's a little little biased
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. I yeah. I agree with you. If you can get a deal, it's a good move. But like I don't know. I don't know. Cause if you can't get a deal, then that's really, really bad. But I, mm-hmm. I agree with you in those respects, um, Cindy. But mm-hmm. it is interesting to note that the NWSL Players Association does back the move. And so that makes it seem a little bit less risky. Mm-hmm it's the players association is behind it.
2: Yeah. I am um, yeah. So Yahoo Sports isn't like a partner it's just really like we have to put these somewhere and this is what we're using or do they own rights?
0: That is correct.
2: Okay. Cuz I know that um uh UEFA Champions League matches have been on TNT which is kind of a weird channel but they've done a really good job mm-hmm. with it and if they're not broadcast on TNT mm-hmm. you can watch them on um BR live, and that's that's proven to be a lot more uh, user friendly than I I thought at first. Um, And so, a situation like that might actually end up being really good for the NWL if something were to come up.
1: Hmm. Mm. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Do you guys think? So hopefully they. So do you guys
2: think a a league can be sustainable long term if there's not a deal in place?
1: I mean, it did fine with when it first started and it was YouTube and then the whole eight and e thing happened and then Go90 happened. And yeah, I think eventually it does need to have some form of broadcasting deal if it wants to stay relevant and, you know, and it wants to grow Um, because otherwise it's just going to go through. I mean, even... And I know that, I mean, even poker is on stinking ESPN. Come on, <laughs> like for real. If poker can be on ESPN, why can't why can't something get going for the NWSL or Fox Sports? Who um, it would just it would, it would even just make sense for like Fox, who does the World Cup. I think they're doing the World Cup this year. That they would do that. I don't know. It's just so weird to me. Yeah. I would
0: really like to see it get picked up by ESPN+. Plus. I have really, mm. really enjoyed ESPN+, and the services that they cater, but who knows, we'll see. Going back to your question, mm. I think, yeah, it can survive, but I think that without a permanent deal, it's definitely a setback, and it'll make things shaky, because you saw with, mm. and this is one of the main reasons that I'm such a proponent of having another local Royals broadcast because for something to be sustainable, you need to have some sort of outreach or some way to engage with it besides going to the stadiums. And you notice Mm -hmm. that when the NWSL did the streams on their website, the streams were not quality. And that became incredibly evident the last couple games of the season where Carla and Mm -hmm. Greg weren't there. And it wasn't that, And it wasn't that there was a lacking because there wasn't a pregame show. It was the personal relationship that you had with the people Mm. presenting. And so I think that obviously a personal local relationship is better. But if you have to do a national one, then settle with it. But if you can't even do that, then I think that that's really, really bad. Yeah.
2: Totally agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the status... Of what happens here, I guess is just to be determined. Well, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, we will chat about it. Let's see. <laughs> so, shall we move on to the next thing? Sure. Sweet. Yeah. So, we have some international things that are going to be occurring coming up. So, we have the Algrave Cup in Portugal, which uh, the Canadians, so Desiree Scott, Diana Matheson. And then the Americans, uh, Kristen Press, Becky Sauerbrunn, and Kelly O'Hara.
2: Well, the US um, will be at She Believes Cup. And then. So oh, then Canada, that's right. Iceland, my bad. So in Scotland. <laughs> so Corsi will be at the Algrave Cup.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. Coming in clutch. Coming in clutch. And then there was the thing in Australia.
2: The Cup of Nations is what it is called.
1: Cup of. Cup of Nations. Yes.
0: And
2: that looks like yeah. Jess <laughs> Bowen
1: for
2: us. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think that first cool, week of cool. preseason is going to be real light on the international players.
1: Yeah, which it typically is. Um, typically, the internationals miss the first week. Um from preseason because there's this international competition's going on. Um,
2: Well, I've heard that disputed by some people on Twitter.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so have I. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You just know how to bring stuff up. Let's not get into
2: that, but yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's
0: good. Yeah. So the good news about that, though, is that all these players coming in, they're missing a week of preseason, but they're still going to be 90 minutes match fit, which I think is mm. probably more important. Mm-hmm. Sweet.
2: Legit. Yeah. I just hope, I just hope we don't lose anyone to injury. It's always a risk with international play. It's always a risk with any game, but yeah, not just the, the W league is, you know, great, but, had me a little worried, and I'm I'm very glad that all of the returning Royals, anyway. I mean, that's really tough for Gory, but didn't have anything substantial. Like I know Stengel was injured, but it sounds like mm-hmm. she's more or less back in yeah. the feet.
0: Yeah, definitely. That was one yeah. of the things because uh, Corsi has had some nasty. Nasty injuries, or she never knew if she was going to play again. And so I was really worried about that, especially with the surface of a lot of the pitches in Australia. So to see her come back was good, or to see her come back or finish the season healthy um, was really, um, you know, happy to see that. But you're absolutely right. Another game, another risk of an injury. So hopefully everyone will stay fit. And really, with how sort of slim pickings we have it in terms of defense, you really, really hope that everyone there mm-hmm. stays healthy. For sure. Mm-hmm.
1: For yeah. sure. So tr- they're just going to be. Oh, go ahead, Cindy. Oh, I was just saying they're just going to be playing so many games, especially with international stuff happening. That you just yeah hope (laughs) you there there's nothing serious anyway that's all i had yeah cool cool so on that note training
0: starts march 4th so a week from the day we're recording so that's really exciting Mm -hmm. um i will be at that and i might do some live videos through the twitter account so keep your eyes peeled with that. Cool. Lucas, are you going to be there for that? Yes.
2: Nice. Uh, I don't believe I'll make it for the fourth. Um, I assume that's going to be right during my, my working day, but I'm going to try to be there. The last day of the first preseason leg is on March 16th. Um, already hoping to shoot, uh, do photography for the, the Monarchs home opener, which is in Harriman that afternoon. So so basically, yeah, hope to go to the Royals training and talk to a few folks and just, you know, just observe really. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then the Monarchs game and watch our cell and uh, it's going to be a soccer Saturday. Very mm-hmm. cool. Very cool. Because we've got some friendlies coming up.
1: That we do. We do. Yep. So they – obviously training starts – next Monday, and then they'll be in Utah for 10 days t- training in Harriman. And then after that, the team, and I think they, they did this last year, they headed to s- California to play yeah. some um, uh, California college teams, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they'll play Long Long Beach University on uh, March 20th, and then three days later play USC Um On March 23rd. So um, don't expect that to get televised or anything. Um, But if you're in the area or want to travel there, you can go for free. So, hey. So, yeah. So it's just, you know, low key games. Typically, the NWSL teams tend to um, win against the college kids. So (laughs) um, just, you know, some warm up stuff. But nothing crazy major, not like in Portland. I know Portland does the Thorns Invitational and so Chicago and more so teams get involved, but not Utah. Utah goes to California and enjoys the sun.
2: Well, and last year, <laughs> uh, last preseason, they played BYU and that was fun because it was here. Oh, it was
1: yeah, open. yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and so like, I'm a little bummed that there's not, not like a local friendly that we're able to watch, but,
1: this is yeah, fine that's too. weird. No, no, um, you're right, because typically they... I mean, you're right, they did that. That's weird.
2: Yeah. Uh, but if you are in the area... Uh, I actually have no idea how far... Is USC in LA? I think so. So it's a really great opportunity. If you want to go to LA, you can watch um, the Royals play USC at, at noon... And then that evening, RSL is away to LAFC. So you could see both teams there in one go. day if you're looking for a good uh, a good trip to Los Angeles.
1: Yep, it is in LA. Yep, and my friend who knows, who went to UCLA would kill me if I didn't know that. Okay. So. Apparently UCLA <laughs> yeah. is the better school. <laughs> uh,
2: so, I yeah, right now I feel like I'm, I want to write an article like, Best week like weekend getaway trips to like miss games if oh. you're in camp or what like games to travel to. So this is like the only time that the Royals and Real Salt like play in the same city on the same like weekend, which is a huge disappointment. Sweet. I was hoping there'd be like an easy northwest trip to make this year.
0: Yeah, I as well. Mm. Yeah. The- Cool. So open the season at home and close the season at home. That's pretty exciting.
2: That's so awesome. I'm so stoked about that. Definitely.
0: I cannot
2: cannot believe they had the first Utah Royals ever game away. I know. And such a bummer. This helps a little bit.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So April 20th. Is home against Washington. We Mm -hmm. have a bye the first week, which is kind of a bummer because we have to wait another week. But at the same time, it's like, eh, whatever. But it's good.
2: It's good because uh, Laura can scout all the other teams. We can scout
0: all the other teams.
2: We get to kind of, we kind of get to figure who's up to, you know, what what the spirit are trying to do. And then we get to strike at home. That That is true. That is true. Trying to put a positive spin on it. Yeah,
0: yeah, the spirit needs some positivity after the latest news. Uh, oh my right? gosh! Yeah, yeah. We won't we won't go into that, but they are going to struggle this year as will Sky mm. Blue. Yeah. So we finish October twelfth against Houston, and one of the highlights of the season for me, after the infamous sunburn incident of twenty eighteen. <laughs> is that there is only one afternoon kickoff, and that is May 11th, so not dying. Yeah, it's not in the middle of
2: like July or August where it's going to be stupid hot.
0: Yeah, kickoff mm. is one thirty, so that'll be nice. And then RSL plays Colorado in the Rocky Mountain Cup in Colorado that night as well, I think. Mm-hmm. So... Even though there's not any double headers, which is disappointing, there's that game and so less sun, so that's exciting.
2: Well, yeah, there's no there's mm-hmm. no true double headers, but we do have a couple double home weekend games. I think there's four of them.
0: Yeah, yeah, and there is one monarchs overlap. Oh yeah, I I didn't really ever look at that. Uh... I forget the day. I I didn't write it down. I should have written it down, but. Mm -hmm. there's one monarchs overlap although at least there's no overlaps because that's awesome um the washington spirit five of their 12 home games are at the exact same time as dc united oh that's horrible yeah yeah that's rough Mm. that's super rough
1: yeah,
2: I mean, I know like that this would never happen here because they play in the same stadium, but that would be a kind of a tough call to make if RSL and the Royals were playing at the same time. I think I would probably go Royals because there are fewer games overall, but like feels like trying to pick between two two ch- children.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. So looking a little bit more in detail at the schedule is so we play three we are sorry we play each team three times and so that means that we play some of the teams twice at home some of the teams twice on the road and i'm really like i'm happy with the the selected teams that we play twice at home i think it's advantageous for us so we play houston portland sky blue in north carolina twice at home, once on the road. All the other teams mm. we play once at home, twice on the road. Mm. I really like the idea of playing Portland twice at home, particularly because I hate their atmosphere, I hate their fans. They oh. hate us. <laughs> and there's just some wow. Just some sorry, I'm just I'm just I'm just, you know, going to take no prisoners rhetorically. <laughs> um so yeah, yeah, I, I'm excited about that. And I think that it really gives us a chance to leverage that home field advantage that they have with their massive crowd. I think playing Sky Blue at home twice, that that better guarantee us six points. If not, then there's a problem there. And then I think... Sky Blue's um, going to
2: be the team that no one expects to win the league. They're going to be the Lester of sell and just blow everyone out of the water this year. <laughs> no, one, no one saw it coming.
0: I will give you a $1,000 if that happens. Right. <laughs>
2: uh, although, so we play The Courage twice at home, and our road record uh, is better than our home record against them. That is true. We mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm trying to do the math of... Two and a half points average uh on the road to the courage, whereas we get no two and a half, what's the math? Two points, whereas one point on average at home. Last season. That sounds
1: right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That those numbers really mean very little. Yeah, that but, uh, funny. Uh, yeah. It's probably better <laughs> to play them at home. But it, it that that uh
0: that goal last year for that win was so great. Oh, yes, it's so great, yes, so great they're gonna be they're gonna be tough again, and on that note, like I you know said earlier, we also play Houston twice at home, and while I don't necessarily see Houston as a playoff team, I think they're gonna be better this year than they were last year. Mm.
2: If you yeah. had to say right now, what teams do you think make the playoffs?
0: ooh courage first red star second oh. red stars are going to win it all mark my words um i can't decide between portland and the rain yeah. and then i think the royals will take fourth
1: hmm. i think i'm gonna go with uh red stars seattle utah and my hot take team is going to be Houston Dash. <laughs> wow, so the Courage aren't even going to make it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about them. But yeah.
2: <laughs> you have one too many teams, Cindy. <laughs>
1: I want it to be different.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Hipster. There's going to be It'll five. Hipster, Five teams are going to
2: make it this year. It's going to yeah. surprise everyone. Yeah. I mean, like it's... I said. I...
1: You know what? Just... I
2: Oh, uh, I mean, I think uh, Sky Blue wins it all. Uh, Royals are just going to miss out in the playoffs, probably penalties. Um, And then I think uh, the Courage and Portland just barely edge out Seattle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so hard to, to predict, but probably the Courage would be in the top four. I hope Portland doesn't.
2: Yeah. Um, so you have a Portland sweatshirt. I, really,
1: I know, I know. I get it's so funny. I tend to wear that during NWSL time. And I only wear it because it's really comfy. It's like so soft. And you just gotta love those soft sweaters. Well, but can't you try. just cross out Portland <laughs> and write Utah on it? Like I thought, it, that Utah wouldn't be too with, hard. With red on it? Maybe we should like
2: start a GoFundMe to get Cindy a Royal sweatshirt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will get one. It's just, which is funny. I have a t-shirt and it has like this uh, Utah Royals t-shirt and it has the tag and the tag is like on the shoulder and it's like the weirdest thing that a tag is on the shoulder. So it's been so uncomfortable and I was like trying to rip it off. And my friends like, don't do it. You're gonna rip your shirt. Uh, And I'm like, nah, that's not gonna happen. I feel like I know where this story is going. (laughs) The tag ripped. I rip it off. And everything was okay. Rip off the tag, (laughs) and everything was okay. I was right. Yeah. No. It was. There's a huge hole there now, so I need to sew it back. I need to practice my um, home economics (laughs) sewing. Uh, uh, but no, really, that's where I learned how to sew Is home ec in 7th grade
2: Yeah I learned to yeah. sew a little bit in yeah. home school So, uh, yeah Oh, fun so <laughs> That's really that. cool Home <laughs> <laughs> You yeah, were home for school? For 6 years I know What? Uh, I don't that's tell a lot so, of people So don't so let cool. anyone know if you heard that No heard that. <laughs> no,
0: the uh, We'll edit the we sound
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, uh, no, yeah. I was homeschooled, kind of off and on, but mostly like the middle six years. So I went to like a normal public high school, and um,
1: you know Huh. Yeah Cool.
2: It was. Uh, Who would have thought? Every now and then I'll tell someone, they're like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> like, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's really funny. Um... That's crazy. Um, so back to the schedule. There... It's kind of in... I feel like the Royals have kind of an easier start to the lead, to the season. But it's really going to come down to the last three games. So...
1: Wait, are you, you're saying they have an easy start. Spirit, which, you know, who knows? Pride, who... T- t- We're kind of, I feel like if there's a rival out there, I think it's the Pride. Um, And then the Red Stars. Who do you think is going to win it? Courage? Who are you you talking about? So I think that the
0: beginning of the season (laughs) is going to be easier for the Royals than the end of the season, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So, like always, like every annual whistle season, it's going to come down to the last few games. Oh, for sure. And you close out the last three games with the courage at home, the okay. red stars in the Houston dash. And so I think those three games are going to be critical. So I would I personally would much rather close with the spirit Orlando and the red stars. I think that red stars game is going to be particularly challenging.
1: Yeah, but I feel like for the Royals, it wasn't so much the beginning and the end last year. It was those middle games um, that kind of really just crushed some hopes and dreams.
2: I mean, I think think the hardest stretch is going to be the World Cup stretch because, like, we play, like, Sky Blue is going to be the easiest game in there despite winning, you know, them winning the league. (laughs) But we play both, like, Portland and uh not Seattle I keep wanting to call them Seattle Rain FC during the World Cup and our US players really hope that they're not back by then. Uh we play it's June 21st in Portland and then the Rain come here June 28th and there's very little chance that we have all of our players back at that point.
1: So here here's the thing about that about the US Women's National Team schedule is going to affect the entire NWSO and I think and I think the Royals definitely will feel it because they have Corsi, you know, Hera, Press, Sobron, who else am I missing? The can, you know, Canadians, Scott and Matheson. So there's mm-hmm. six right there. But for the US women's team, they start like you can just expect them to be gone probably all of May. So if anything, if if it's if US soccer Continues its kindness towards the NWSL. <laughs> uh, I really, I mean, the internet, the U.S. international players will be gone the first week. I mean, pretty much starting May till July. That's two months. Um, that is crazy because- to think
2: we we might only see, you know, the uh, U.S. three at yeah. that first Washington Spirit game, and then it yeah. could be till maybe August seventh. Yeah, that we we see them at home again.
1: Yeah, because they play South Africa on May twelfth, so I'm assuming they'll have some kind of camp before mm-hmm. that, and it's usually a week or so before the game. So if the U.S. if U.S. Soccer Federation is kind to the other, maybe they'll be around for three games. If not, it's gonna look like they'll be gone. You know, you won't see Press O'Hara and Sabran in from like May, and I'm assuming Scotland will want Corsi and. Yeah, you're going to have that chunk. That's a lot. That's so crazy. I didn't see it until I saw the schedule right now yeah. in front of my face. Yeah,
0: it's it's going to be a lot. Um, but I think particularly when you look at those games that are they're guaranteed to be gone for the World Cup, viewing it this way, you know, when you're playing a team like Portland and Seattle, personally, I would much rather lose a Becky Sauerbrunn than I would a Megan Rapinoe. If that makes That's sense. True. So I'm yeah. not as concerned about those games. I'm still That's concerned, true. but <laughs> I think there's a a massive difference in terms of who you're losing. I think especially yeah. if you look at a club like North Carolina, I mean, we don't know who's going to get called in, but like <laughs> there goes yeah. probably over half their roster.
2: Yeah, which is kind of great uh <laughs> yeah be nice if we, like if we played them during that window uh-huh. um but I think what is going to hurt us and it really depends on how their respective countries do but we do have more internationals than the average in WSL
0: team that's true
2: and mm-hmm. so like yes the loss of um you know O'Hara Sauerbrunn and press is going to be hard but it's really that you know other th- Three or four or five players that is going to make it a challenge.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know, sure.
2: That I, I I'm just I'm just not sure exactly to what degree other teams feel that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I think there's definitely um, some comfort and like I, I hate saying this, but in Iceland not qualifying, I think Gunny mm. will be huge for no. us. I also am super excited to see Mandy Laddish. And I know Cindy, you're really high on Doniak. It'll be mm-hmm. it'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. But, you know, I, I definitely see your point and I agree, Lucas. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be we just don't know. We just have to wait and see. But it's gonna be exciting.
1: I agree. And I think this gives a really cool chance for those pl- I I think I mean, O'Hara missed so much this season last year. Um I mean, really defending is where it's gonna be shaky, but I, I really th- have confidence that this is gonna be just really good for those players that didn't get the chance to play that much last year to kind of just step it up and um I think I think this will be good. I think I think that and I've said this for a long time, like the U if the NWSL is gonna thrive and survive, it can't just be all about the internationals. It's great that they're around, but you know, you kind of need th- there needs to be some kind of stars being built within, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be all about these internet, like the league is going to be okay. In the end, people should go support the team, their team and the league because they love the league and because they love the game. Not so much because Kristen press is playing. It's great, but Kristen press is not going to be playing forever. You know, and neither is Alex Morgan. Like, (laughs) you know, like the league needs to prep, beyond these international stars and it's been great it is yeah. just,
2: it's it's funny in the u.s. set um nwsl is very international star heavy whereas you know mls is sort of the opposite of they can kind of just play through fifa windows for the most part yeah and you might lose a couple of players here and there but it's not as much of a burden
1: right for sure so I'm I'm just, I'm excited. I mean I know there's there's so much talk about oh you know all these players are going to be gone. Well, great. This gives an opportunity for a start, I mean for like players to get more playing time and you know, show what they got and for the league to I mean, it was fine 4 years ago when it was kind of barely known. Um I think it'll be fine 4 years where it's kind of I think it's grown a little bit so okay. i'm I'm excited. I
2: think that's a good calm voice of reason, so I appreciate that.
1: You're welcome. I'm here for you <laughs> 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 we're gonna be it's gonna be fine. and then when it's October whenever twenty something and the Royals won. Lucas is gonna owes me like a cheeseburger or something. I, I, I can do that. <laughs> Damn. I mean that's a much oh, lower God. risk than if Sky Blue wins in
2: uh Richard's at a thousand
1: bucks.
0: Oh man. Oh no. you know, I will be incredibly happy if Sky Blue win two games this year. Yeah, I think that's yeah. an improvement, especially mm-hmm. after seeing it, it, um, Julia Ashley and Haley Mace both go to Europe. Yeah, already. Mm. I mean,
2: that would double their wins. It would double yeah. their wins, which is so sad. Oh, man. I mean, they I were so
0: close to those. a winless season. That was absolutely insane. Yeah. I think the Washington Spirit could be okay. I will. So depending on if Rose Lavelle and Mallory Pugh get called into camp, which we will see, I think that the Washington spirit could potentially be just as bad as sky blue were last year. Mm. Mm. Maybe a little better, but not, not, Mm. not winning three games. That's true. Mm. (sighs)
1: Sad
0: Mm. stuff. We had a question come in from Marcus. Are there any away games that like people are maybe looking at?
2: I mean, I I always looked at
0: Portland and Tacoma now. Um, Yeah. That would have been so fun. Lucas. Which one? Tacoma and Portland.
2: I wish I just like comparing the rail schedule and our cell schedule, even just the rails by itself. Like, it would be so nice to be able to do a road trip for more than j- purely one game. And there's really no feasible way to do that with either mm-hmm. team or both teams. Like last year, you know, Rose had that two or three game stretch in the Northwest. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
2: And like, that would have been hard to do, but that would have sure been fun. And there's not really that option this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For real. Yeah i would i think that to do the um the late middle of august to go to orlando and then to dc could be really fun but i'm also Mm -hmm. a poor broke college student so uh the chances of that happening are about the same as sky blue winning the league
1: (laughs) i think I think Chicago in late September would be cool because it won't be as hot, and it's like a nice playoff push to see where people are back then. So I think everyone should plan for That's Chicago. That's on my
2: wife my wife's birthday, so maybe you know treat her to no, do some maybe soccer.
1: she wants to go to a game in Chicago. Yeah, there you go.
0: That'd be neat. Make it happen. Make you it have happen.
1: you have like six months to plan, Virtue, to save. If anything, we'll start a GoFundMe for you. <laughs> oh my gosh, please do.
0: Should we just create a three-tiered GoFundMe? Um sure. one is sweatshirt. Uh, fund flags. You will yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no. First priority is Sydney's sweatshirt. Second yes. is uh make it so we can have flags to hang in. Okay. The uh, supporter section this year, and then three, just send me on a vacation to Orlando, including like Disney it. World, and then mm. uh, Washington D.C. That'd be great.
1: Wait, I thought we were going to Chicago. And Chicago. <laughs> yep. And I, Chicago. I think Orlando in August <laughs> is
0: gonna be a little muggy.
2: I'm not sure you're gonna.
1: Oh, it's gonna be rough. You're oh, not gonna it like. it would that.
2: suck. It would
1: suck. Yeah. No you, doubt. About you would it. not like it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool stuff.
0: What do y'all think? I guess we sort of talked about the roughest patch of the season a little bit. But for me, I think the roughest part of the season is going to be September, where you're playing four games between the 6th and the 21st. Mm-hmm. You've got Portland on the 6th, the Dash on the 13th the rain on the 18th and then a super quick turnaround with the courage on the 21st. And then you have a week's break until you play the red stars. That just sounds super jam packed to me. Granted, everyone will be back from the world cup, but that just sounds exhausting.
2: Mm. Yeah. I think that that will be intense Mm. because, you know, it's, it's towards the end of the season. A lot of the players will have been with their Mm. national teams and kind of the the craziness of that, I still feel, even after assurances, I still feel concerned about the World Cup month. Um, mm. But that might be fine. At, at some point, like yeah. Utah Royals is a professional team. Doloy Hansen has dumped a lot of money into it. Uh, like the team needs to figure it out and be able to stand up to these obstacles and succeed. Mm-hmm.
1: Agreed. Yeah,
2: And I think we have the personnel to do it. I think we've got a solid team.
1: I think so. I am very
0: excited about the death this year.
2: About what? Mm -hmm. The death? Oh, this is the death. I'm like, (laughs) what is that? That seems really dark. I'm
0: so excited for death, guys. I just can't wait
1: to die. I heard that too, and then I was like, Okay. Clearly human's okay. depth. Okay, got yeah, it. I was yeah, not depth. able to
2: sort that one out in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Well, I my honestly bad. thought, like, the death might have been, like, the last game of the season or something. <laughs> like, I was like, is that slang I missed?
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, my bad. My bad. Yeah, it's all no
2: worries. Uh,
0: yeah. Um. Another exciting thing. Oh, we already... Sorry, we're going yeah. like way off the Google Doc now. Um, but we we already talked about how there's only one one thirty game. But yeah. all the other games are between 6 and 8. There's a lot of um, 8 o'clock home kickoffs or 7.30 kickoffs, which is kind mm-hmm. of exciting. And there's only one middle-of-the-week game, which is lowest in the league. Mm. Seven of our games are on Saturday, ones on Wednesday, and then we have four on Friday.
1: I was gonna say there's a lot of Friday games and no Sunday games.
0: Yeah, a lot of Friday games, which is true, but that that's not super surprising, given right. But that's great. Like, there's I know for
2: RSL when there are Sunday games, they are pretty dead.
1: Yes. Wait, you said there are no Sunday games. For Utah, yeah, there's no Sunday games. Uh, wait, what about Sunday, August 11th? It says mm-hmm. at Rain FC.
2: Oh, maybe this is home games.
1: Oh, home games. Gotcha. Yeah, there are no home games. Gotcha. No, yeah. Right. Sorry, my bad. I should have been more clear okay. about that. No, no, no. You're fine. I was like, wait a second. I was like staring at me in the face (laughs) got it (laughs)
2: um yeah one thing i wanted to bring up because um Mm -hmm. cindy caught this and i published it without giving her credit uh was that press release that uh the royals uh, sent out um about for the schedule did confirm the return of amy rodriguez which is going to be huge Mm -hmm. during that world cup stretch and just I mean, I think she's a huge asset to the team in general. She's also an incredibly nice person.
1: hmm um, Oh, she's so sweet. Yeah. Uh,
2: but, uh, yeah, Cindy on Twitter pointed out, like, it's unlikely that she's going to be an allocation player through U.S. soccer, which means uh, the team is going to pick up her salary probably, I would assume she's on the max of – forty six thousand two hundred dollars but
1: that is but she has sponsorships yeah. yeah i think she has a couple of sponsorships so
2: um yeah I want, yeah does so does that her taking up i mean it's very likely but none of this is confirmed so it's kind of just all conjecture that she will be on a you know the max salary like how does that affect the rest of the roster or or does it at all
0: I have no idea so there is a max amount that can be paid the entire roster uh-huh. so i don't exactly know how that's allocated on an individual by individual basis but it may mean that there's one less player on the roster it may mean that people are played less paid less compared to last year, it may mean that um Deloitte has some workaround, which I would not be surprised.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Money under the table. Yes. I mean, the, the max salary <laughs> Extra check. Max
2: salary for a team is four hundred twenty one five hundred uh four hundred twenty one thousand five hundred dollars. So a max salary player does take up, you know, a little more than a tenth of that that Mm -hmm. team budget Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't understand all this like very very uh thoroughly but it is it is interesting because it will have a knock on effect on on other players
1: for sure and it's so crazy because um we like there's nobody knows what anyone makes like it's not it's not public Every time a new player is signed or, or something happens, you have no idea how many. Like it's it's not a public thing. It's not disclosed. It's it's never disclosed how much money these players make. You have no idea unless you, no idea. you are a U.S. Women's National Team player. But other than that, right? And and I mean like those who are under the their clubs like salaries. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you do know what Kelly O'Hara makes and Becky because. You know, it's a nonprofit, which is so weird. Nonprofit, and so, um, you, you know, it's published in their tax returns in the U.S. Soccer. But you have no idea how much Amy Rodriguez is gonna make. Katie Stengel makes, you know, pro We know, yeah, we just don't know, and we'll probably never know. You know, it's not like the men's team. You're like, oh, three million dollars for a year. Well, um, not the case with the women's team. Yeah women's league. Sorry. Yeah. So I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, Mm. It'll be
0: like uh, a lot of things with women's sports. It'll be interesting to see. Um, Anyways, y'all, we should, we should probably wrap it up. We've been going for a while. And especially with that cutoff, Mm-hmm. Um are there any
1: last I guess thoughts? No, just I feel like it's been a long winter without soccer, women's soccer. And I feel like 2018 season was like a decade yeah. ago. I feel I feel older and wiser and
2: everything's changed so much, you know.
1: Everything has changed, I've changed, <laughs> you've changed, we've all changed. Yeah, I'm super excited to play soccer again and figure out my schedule and how to cover <laughs> soccer again. So we better get on that, guys. We need to figure out how to get soccer back in our lives Yeah, full time. It's, it's, it's going to so be fun. fun. It's, it is. I'm excited, though. It will be fun. World Cup and all. Yeah, I'm Definitely. excited. Definitely. All right,
0: everyone. Uh, thanks for listening to the Oh um Mm. quick teaser nicole barnhart soon that is all wow thanks for listening to the utah royals fc show Chance.